Hello and welcome to Orthopedics Made Simple, making no bones about it. And I am Naveen, your bone and joint guy. Today's topic is interesting, or at least the headline is interesting. And it goes by the name, batter and egg yolk make a good mutter or yag dosa, but why treat fractures with them? Going into the topic, I'll start off by saying even the greatest bone and joint surgeon in the world cannot say, I heal fractures. That would be the biggest lie that he or she would utter. The healing of any fracture is nature's work, period. Nothing more, nothing less. What am I trying to say? Now before that, you need to know what a fracture is. Any break in the continuity of the bone, however big or small, is called a fracture. And bones are not some dry, dead structures. They're like any living organ which are supplied with blood and nerves. So once the bone breaks, the nerves that supply the outer cover of the bone called the periosteum immediately send signals to the brain in the form of pain. And the pain is significant and that is the biggest indicator that you've done something to your bone. And the blood vessels that rupture leak blood and this blood accumulates in what is called a fracture hematoma. And this is the first stage of fracture healing. So you can see that the fracture healing process starts right away when the bone breaks. This fracture hematoma has a lot of healing properties that help in the formation of soft tissue which goes by the name callus that slowly converts into hard tissue called the bony callus which then becomes bone and over a period of time that bone remodels into normal bone, completing the healing process. So you can see that no man or machine is needed for fracture healing. Then what is the role of the orthopedic surgeon? Now remember, I've been saying that fracture healing is nobody's business. But fracture healing isn't the only aspect of patient care. Healing happens once the fracture is stabilized or splinted. But there are many conditions where one has to involve the bone and joint specialist to treat patients with fractures. First of all, the role of the orthopedic surgeon is very important in the management of open fractures also known as compound fractures, where the orthopedician's role is very, very critical. These are fractures that are exposed to the outside and are susceptible to infections and delayed healing. These fractures could include small puncture wounds to fractures where the entire soft tissue cover from the skin to muscles can be torn apart. Washing the wound, keeping it clean, giving cover to the bone and then stabilizing the fracture are some of the things that the orthopedician needs to do. Sometimes the vessels can be damaged, 
this requires a vascular surgeon's consult the skin and soft tissue loss could be extensive requiring a plastic surgeon's expertise to achieve cover without which healing cannot happen then i said bones start healing but remember they start healing and the healing is completed in an as is where is condition if nothing is done by this i mean if there is a displacement that is not corrected it could lead to bone uniting in the same displaced condition this leads to deformities difference in limb length and the fractures around the joint do not heal in the exactly anatomical or the position in which they are supposed to be this could lead to reduced movement in the joint so the next important function of the orthopedician is to see that the fractures heal in the right position fractures heal but they do take a considerable amount of time to do so and ideally during this time when the fracture is healing the fracture has to be immobilized and weight bearing is not allowed in the affected limb this could mean being bedridden for a considerable amount of time loss of livelihood other health problems like diabetes going out of control formation of bed sores blood clots or commonly known as dvt stiffness of the joints all these are complications that one could expect because of prolonged immobilization so the duty or responsibility of the orthopedician is to get the patient on his or her feet as soon as possible and get the joint moving and at the same time making sure the fracture is stabilized and bone union is on course and also don't forget a bedridden patient is a burden to self and the family finally in some cases the healing process takes more time than normal which is called delayed union sometimes it does not unite at all it's called non union and as i said it unites in the wrong position which is called mal union in all these conditions the orthopedician is called to check out and act upon as necessary what does the orthopedician do Once you go to the orthopedician with a suspected fracture the first thing to be done will be splinting of the fracture and a painkiller will be given if your vitals like blood pressure and pulse are all right you'll be asked to get an x-ray which would confirm the diagnosis then depending on the fracture you will be treated either as an outpatient or be asked to get admitted simple fractures of the shaft that are not too displaced especially in younger individuals that do not need prolonged immobilization or bed rest are given a plaster cast and sent home and asked to review after a few days i'll tell you this is only a generalization and is not applicable to all next if the patient needs some procedures to be done like stabilization of the fractures by means of plates and screws if it is an open fracture that requires wound wash or skin closure or if there are signs of vessel or nerve damage or a patient with lower limb fractures who cannot move and needs nursing care they could be asked to get admitted each one of these is a separate entity by itself which will require a separate podcast which i will talk to you in detail in the next segment i will come to the core purpose of this 
पॉडकास्ट ट्रेडिशनल बोन सेटर्स इन इंडिया एंड अदर पार्ट्स ऑफ द वर्ल्ड ट्रेडिशनल बोन सेटर्स आर वेरी फेमस इन डीलिंग विद फ्रैक्चर्स इन स्पाइट ऑफ द इंक्रीज इन नंबर ऑफ हॉस्पिटल्स इंक्रीज इन द नंबर ऑफ डॉक्टर्स इंप्रूवमेंट्स इन द मेडिकल फील्ड पीपल स्टिल गो टू दीज बोन सेटर्स एंड इन अलॉट ऑफ स्टडीज द मेन रीजन्स वाई पीपल चूज टू डू सो इज वन फियर ऑफ इम्प्लांट्स एंड फॉरन ऑब्जेक्ट्स दैट एन ऑर्थोपेडिक सर्जन मे सजेस्ट faith in the spiritual powers of the bone setter flexibility of the traditional care setting financial cost of orthopedic care in an hospital setting familiarity with the bone setter culture and lack of familiarity with orthopedic centers and finally fear mongerings that doctors are bad in the 21st century what lets these bone setters survive first of all they have to thank nature and the body's own healing powers most fractures are simple ones that heal on their own they would have healed if nothing was done to them also so these bone setters go tom toming that it is because of their secret herbs and recipes that the bone healed the second reason is the ignorance of the fact that better results are possible if treated by modern science the patients going to these centers see healing of the bone as the only goal which as i said happens naturally but they are all oblivious to the loss of time loss of motion loss of livelihood and loss of health too the third reason is the lack of legislative control and monitoring the medical fraternity is hauled up even for a small minor expected complication and is asked to give explanations or compensations but these bone setters are answerable to none you do not even get a piece of paper from them there is no proof of treatment nearly impossible to question them for any complication or to even get an explanation and these people do not come under medical council or government regulation what needs to be done to curb this unscientific practice first of all it is the doctor community which has to take charge and learn from these people the doctors have to question themselves have to introspect and see if they spend enough time with the patient explain the condition to the patient give them the various treatment options explain to them the pros and cons of the various options and then let the patient make an informed decision it is this lack of effort to communicate to the patient clearly and not giving them the confidence that most of these people land up there then we all know that the traditional bone setters what they do especially the ones that are famous in the southern part of india called the puttur kattu practitioners they say that some secret magic herb is rubbed onto the fracture site some setting of the bone is done the fracture is wrapped around in a cloth and this cloth is strengthened using dosa or idli batter with egg added to it none of these items have been proven to be of any benefit in bone healing so as doctors we should not only insist on surgical fixation trying to convince the patient the benefits of surgery the patient need not be forced to get into surgery 
and the doctor need not be disappointed with the patient's decision instead the doctor should come forward and tell the patient that in case he or she does not want surgery and insists on a plaster that the doctor himself or herself can do a better job according to scientific guidelines and there is absolutely no need to go to a bone setter it is the failure of the doctor to come down to that level that the patient goes to even more dangerous settings like the traditional bone setter as a society there should be more awareness that the goal of orthopedic treatment is to get to the patient moving as fast as possible ensuring bone healing at the same time the benefits of this are tremendous medically and also financially for instance a person being treated for a fracture where bone setter has to be away from work for at least 2 months now please calculate the loss of livelihood the cost of frequent visits to the bone setter sometimes as many as 8 and also the cost of the caretaker this will far exceed the cost of treatment given by an orthopedic surgeon in direct terms and i'm not even calculating the indirect benefits of better and faster recovery and also people should understand traditional bone setters sometimes ignore conditions like open injuries nerve and blood vessel damage these could lead to disastrous complications that could even result in the loss of either life or limb please be aware and spread the message so in conclusion my friends i would like to finish off by saying that dosa batter and egg yolk are needed to make mutta dosa my favorite tiffin item and they have absolutely no role in bone healing please trust your orthopedician to decide if plaster of paris or performing surgery is good for you we at scott explain all conditions in detail to the patient and leave the ultimate decision making to the patient and no other topic can emphasize my signing off slogan better try to keep moving always without pain see you and i'll get back to you in my next podcast <laughs>